Hola, class. I'm Anna. And I'm Eric. Join us for this hour and have your mind blown away by our stimulating conversations and thoughtful insights into the happenings of our world. As, As we, we welcome, welcome you, you to No Hablo Espanol. Okay, hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome back to No Hablo Espanol. I'm Anna. And I'm Eric. We are back with you. It's our second episode already. I can't, I don't know, this past week has just been, rainy. it's been rainy and cold and sad. yucky and sad. Well, it was Valentine's Day, so I guess, and you're in a relationship, so maybe not completely sad, but. Expensive. Expensive, yes. Well, <laughs> this, this is my sister, if you don't know. Um, so today, I think we're just gonna go right in with our regular weekend weekend update. Eric, Valentine's well, Day. <laughs> well, first on fun Saturday, I studied all day, as usual, and then Valentine's Day. Let's see, me and Rebecca, I cooked for her dinner. Not oh, chef. Mm. What'd you make? I made some steak mm. on a cast iron skillet that I got from Kroger. <laughs> For $37. Nice. Which is a great deal. Nice. You heard it here. <laughs> $37 Kroger. So I got steak. I got some lobster tails. Dang. Lobster ravioli. What? And mashed potatoes. Okay. All right. And what? I made them beautifully. Of course. Not to flex or anything, but you're a chef. I'm is a there? Chef. Is this like a brown boy thing? Is like being able to cook? Honestly, I feel like it is because I was talking to a guy for a little bit and he was... Uh, like his parents were Mexican, and, and he could lot. cook. And none of the white boys that I've talked to have been able to cook. Well, my my grandpa always cooked, and he always used to grill like every week. Ooh. So I learned how to grill, and I love grilling. I grill all day. That's like a manly thing. Like that's what that's the, the same thing Rebecca said. She said that's such a. It's like a man thing. Such it's such a, a male stereotype. Such toxic masculinity. Grilling. I'm gonna learn how to grill. I'm gonna be okay. Well, I am a dad already, so I've got that down. The shoes. I need a George Foreman girl like Michael gets, and he steps on it. Actually, okay, the hot item, apparently, uh, my boyfriend in high school, like, was obsessed. It was, it's called a, the big green egg. I, oh, I yeah, love See, egg. every single boy, just, like, you say the big green egg, and, like, they pay attention. It's because um, it's so versatile, and you can, you can cook anything on it. I don't understand how a grill can, like, boost the male ego. But it really does. It's like a man flex. Like you can just like if you if you're a guy and someone comes in, you're just like ca talking casual conversation, and you mention the big green egg. It's like, well, it's an important piece of equipment for grilling, Anna. Okay, excuse, excuse me. It's just I'm so I'm a woman, and my um place is in the kitchen. So, but the grill <laughs> is like a male exclusive thing. So I wouldn't know how to use it anyway because I'm not a man. You can learn how to grill. It's really easy. Can you explain it to me, please? Can well, you mansplain it to me? It depends what you want to grill. Mm. I, I don't know. I don't make decisions. I leave, I leave that for the I men. Mean, you can grow burgers, ribs, steak, chicken. I like chicken. I'm a chicken person. Well, to grill chicken, you really just season it mm -hmm. really good. Really? Have I would have nice, never guessed. Have a nice crust on it. Crust. Yeah, so you mm. want the thing covered in seasoning. Nice. Paprika. And then you leave it on the grill for about hour and a half, 
flip it halfway through, and it's really easy. Easy. Easy like that. I probably easy. couldn't do it. I'll ribs, figure it out. Ribs are hard to cook. You know, do ribs. I don't know how to do anything on the grill because I have never used one. You should. I use a toaster oven. Um, I have a contrabanded toaster oven in my uh, dorm. If you do not know, I am a sorority girl. Love it. Um, Live on the sorority hall. Don't love it because I want a kitchen. So I have a lot of illegal items, quote unquote. I have a toaster oven and I've got like a little egg cooker that I use and I have a hot plate and you're not supposed to use that. So I'm limited in my items, but I feel like I've gotten creative. I made myself an omelet the other day with the hot plate. What's like the most, what's like the biggest thing you've cooked in the village kitchen? In the village, like the most elaborate? Mm -hmm. Okay, well, so in the chapter rooms, we have like real kitchen. So I cooked myself tilapia one night Mm -hmm. in a pan downstairs. But like in the toaster oven, I was feeling really fancy one day and I wanted to just like, I'm an avocado person, which that's a white, is that like a white people thing? Like to like avocado. exploit avocados, I, mean, I feel like we've exploit, made it. We've exploit made it. Avocados, yes. Like a white people thing, you know what I mean? You know how much avocados cost in Mexico? They're like thirty cents. Dang. Well, I get mine from Kroger, and then I scan them. I get the organic ones, but I scan them as the non-organic ones when I do the self checkout, so I get a, a little bit of a discount. But you heard it here, Kro- D- Kroger. We are. We want Kroger to sponsor us. Mm-hmm. I would die. That would be amazing. But anyway, I decided to open and like slice open an avocado and take the little seed out and then crack an egg on the inside and put some cheese. And it did not work in the toaster oven. Let me tell you, I thought I almost um, caught the dorm on fire. The little alarm in our room (laughs) went off and it was smoking and I had to open the window and like hold it outside. The toaster oven capabilities are very limited, but she tries. Very limited. That's why you got to get yourself some equipment. That's why I need like a green. Egg. Yes, yes. Let, yes. Featuring the soror- on the dorm hall, the new item just, is just put in your living room. In the dorm. Is my big green egg. Yeah, that's. Yeah. We don't have a fan or anything. That will definitely not set the fire alarm. What's the off. worst thing that could happen? If you don't know, in the village, the fire alarm goes off like every single week. Like I, you'll just be in bed, Jay chilling, like asleep, and you'll just have to evacuate. Yeah, and the it's, standard fire alarm goes off too, though. Mm. At, like. Well, the standard's whack. I hate the standard. Let me let this go on record. I hate the standard. The standard at Auburn. I hate them. I have been towed twice, two times in one week. One of one of the times, Eric and my sister had to come pick me up, and that was worse than like a walk of shame because Rebecca. That's when you had COVID too. I did have COVID. I was sick. Rebecca judged me so much. She, I, I, she was so upset with me. So when you parked there. Did you not buy the parking ticket thing? I didn't know you could buy the parking ticket thing. I wasn't aware that well, there was a meter to buy a parking ticket well, thing. What happened the second time? I, that was the second time. <laughs> well, after so, you got told the first time, didn't you think like, oh. Like, yeah, you think, but no, I'm just dumb. So the first time, no, that was the first time. I don't know. One of the times, I think it was the first time, I was, um, let's say, vibing with my friends and I wasn't expecting to, and it did not go well, and I had some um, quote-unquote spoiled food and got sick, and so I fell asleep on the couch, classy, and so then at like nine in the morning, I was like, well, my, it's been, it's definitely been towed. I think that was the second time. I don't know. That was one of the times, and um, the, fir- the, the other time or whatever, I'm dumb, and I'm not good at math. I'm good at math, but I was in business calculus, and all of my friends were engineers so I naturally made them help me with calculus I was there at like eight at night for maybe an hour 
and mm. I parked in the guest spot and I got towed. No, one time, um, me and Rebecca were studying upstairs with our two roommates, uh, Logan and Alicia, and Logan got towed. And like before, we had even left to go pick up her car. The tow truck was back to tow another car. The devil works hard, but Auburn Express towing works harder. You heard it here. I they're, no, they're like they're it's, like this. It's a hundred dollars every time you get to. Also, on top of that, um, last weekend when I was at FSU, I got a freaking parking ticket for parking in the eighty pie parking lot. Um, okay, so got that. I've been ticketed another time this semester. So you're really bad with parking. No, I just on the off chances that I decide not to park in the deck because it's freaking far away and I don't want to walk because um I'm scared and Auburn is scary at night. If you're a girl, you know what I mean. You're in the Auburn safety group chat, group text, group me, whatever it's called. I know you are. You heard about the creepy stories. I hear them too. So on the off chances that I park in front of the village, I just randomly get towed because they hate me. I don't get towed. I just get ticketed. They do hate you. I get towed at the standard. How much are the tickets? Um, okay, so the standard towing ticket, Auburn Express Towing runs at $100 every time you get towed. And then a parking ticket, if you park in, Auburn needs to hear this and change this because the amount of money I've spent on parking tickets, m- my mom has spent on parking tickets, <laughs> it's $40, four zero every single time. I don't, it makes me upset. But. I've never gotten towed and I've never gotten a ticket. Hmm, this is male privilege. Parking ticket parking ticket i've never gotten a real ticket i think if i get a ticket or if a a cop um pulls me over i have like a routine in my head i'm just gonna cry (laughs) like i'm just gonna simultaneously burst into tears and just that's why rebecca has the little cross on the back of her car so that the (laughs) cop knows that she is quote unquote she's a christian girl christian girl she's a she's a woman of god they can't you can't pull over a woman who who loves jesus let me just say that girl never gets tickets I'm sure. Honestly, pulled over twice. honestly, Rebecca, she's been pulled over twice. <gasps> I haven't heard this. Eric, spill. Well, one time, I think we were turning and it was a green light or it was a red light. And apparently you have to. Con- I don't know. I thought that you could like bump. I guess she bumped it. You know what I mean? Like bumped stop. what? Like she like, like say you're taking a right on a red light. Uh huh. And then like there's no cars coming because yeah. it's late at night. So you just kind of like. Stop for like half a second and then you go. Oh, she rolled at the stop. Rolled, rolled that's a better word, yeah. Uh, and then the cop was, cop pulled us over and was just like, uh, just, uh, just be careful. Dang. And I was like, I've only been pulled over one time and it was in high school. And I was, okay, so in high school, my senior year, I had a job and I would carpool. It was literally the um, most amazing job in my entire life. These people were swimming in cash. They both drove Teslas, they were both like surgeons, sweetest people ever. Um, I would pick their two little boys up after school, and, like, my high school was literally, like, five minutes away from the middle school. They would pay me $120 a week to pick their kids up three times. Three. Three days a week. And I would just take them to, like, piano or golf or whatever. I think I worked maybe a total. Like, the total time from when I sat in the car to when I, like, got into my house was maybe, like, an hour and a half every week. We'll see and I got paid $120 I, a week. I feel like that's women privilege. Cause it is. No one would ever offer it's me called, that. It's called I'm Come From Vestavia, and we live in a life above. And this is uh, white Vestavia privilege. 
Nice. It is. <laughs> I'm yeah, it definitely is. But anyway, I was on the way to pick up the little boys and I was hungry. So I was eating a protein <laughs> bar in my car as one does. And there's like this big hill that you go down and at the bottom of the hill there's a stop sign and I didn't want to stop. I kind of did the little roll tap thing whatever, rolled through. And before I noticed which I didn't notice because I was eating my protein bar. So I was trying not to get stuff in my car. And I just look up and I hear like a little siren. And there's been a cop car following me for like two minutes after I rolled the stop. And he was flashing his lights and I didn't see him. Keep in mind, this is in the middle of like Vestavia Middle School carpool. Like I'm passing the middle school. So I know, you know, all of the Vestavia moms were judging me like that like that criminal 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 like what's the thing what what's the sign it's like not in my backyard or like not my you know all of those moms were like who is this not in my vestavia not in my vestavia hill not in this life above (laughs) so this cop pulls me over and i'm like i'm going to jail jail i'm going to hell i'm gonna burn (laughs) i'm going to jail and i'm just jay chilling eating i'm trying to wipe like the protein bar off of my mouth and he comes up to me and I'm like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm I'm on. I didn't see you. I'm I'm just not paying attention. <laughs> I told the cop I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I was like, I'm on my way to pick up these two little boys from middle from elementary school, and he let me off. And then Did I'm you traumatized. Tell the parents that you got pulled over. Uh, uh, no. <laughs> Absolutely not. The whole time I was thinking, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, if I have to tell these parents, thank God up above that those kids were not in the car because, you know, little kids are snitches. They would have told mommy and daddy that Anna got them arrested and I would would never <laughs> and, recover. And then you'd lose one hundred and twenty dollars a week. Yeah, it was a nice. It was so nice. You guys, it was such a nice job. You could have bought a green egg with that money. I definitely could. I should have saved up, saved up. My priorities were not. Correct. Well, now you can save up for a green egg. I honestly will take up grilling. I'm going to write, th- I'm typing this down in my notes right now well, because I want another hobby. The first thing you got to do with grilling is you got to get a good grill. I yeah. want like a joke grill. Like I want like a meme grill. Like I really do kind of want to get like the like worst grill possible, like a George Ford, like what Michael Scott like burns his foot <laughs> on in the office just to flag some people. And so like, they're I like, what'd you cook this on? A green egg? No. The George Foreman, specifically the George Foreman girl that Michael Scott stepped on. Yeah, the exact one. The exact one. I got it from the museum. Yes. <laughs> but I don't know. I guess I'll take up grilling. It's really easy. I watch YouTube videos all day about grilling. Do you? Yes. I love Studies grilling. for the MCAT and watches grilling videos. That's all I do. This seems days. so productive. I study, and then I look up recipes at night. I cook them the next day, and then I get back to studying. Didn't you? burn brussels sprouts i, I did, heard i did burn the brussels sprouts that's rebecca's favorite she likes them crispy she does like them <laughs> <laughs> that's what i told her <laughs> they looks like a like a coal <laughs> that's well, how she, I, she, I the, she wanted them to be <laughs> left in Burnt. for two hours i actually did forget about those because see i was this I, is why you're the reason the standard fire <laughs> alarm goes off maybe i put the lobster in there and the brussels sprouts at the same time Lobster takes 20 minutes, and then... Brussels sprouts take two and a half hours. And then when I took the lobster out, the Brussels sprouts weren't done, so I was like, okay, I'll just leave them in there for a few more minutes. So I closed it, and then I instantly forgot that I put the Brussels sprouts This is the type of diligence that I want in my future orthopedic (laughs) surgeon. Honestly. (laughs) I just completely forgot that the Brussels sprouts were in there. So I make the plates. I put the steak on. I put the lobster tail. I put everything on the plate, and we eat. And then I'm like, oh, I got to clean the cast iron skill. Skillet. 
his $37 prized possession from Kroger. Yes. You have to clean it right after because if you don't, it's a mess. Dang. So I clean yeah. it, and then you got to season it with oil, and then you mm-hmm. put it in the oven for an hour. Mm-hmm. So I open the oven, and just smoke comes out, and I'm <laughs> like, the Brussels sprouts. And then we take them out, and they look like coal. You could probably grow with And those. Rebecca broke up with him after that. Yes. <laughs> that was the final straw. The Brussels. Do you want to hear about what I eat for Valentine's Day, Eric? What'd you eat? So, I had a, um, a slight mental breakdown last night for anyone who um, wants to know. There's lots of tea with that. But apparently, I did not know. I have never been to Terrell in the Hill. Terrell. I'm calling it Terrell. Terrell. I think it's Terrell. 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 I don't know. Whatever the dining hall in the Hill is. I've never been. And I was with one of my roommates from last year, and she's like, Terrell is having lobster mac and cheese, broccolini, and, like, beef tenderloin. And I was like, um, yes, please. And cheesecake, because they were having, like, a little Valentine's Day meal. And mm-hmm. so I went, I can't believe I actually had meat from Terrell. But let me just tell you, the lobster mac and cheese was the most disappointing thing. I was so upset. Whoa. It tasted like butter music, music, buttered noodles. There was neither cheese nor lobster involved, and I well, was Well, I just upset. feel if you're getting a meal from somewhere on campus that says lobster, yeah. mac and cheese. I know. I was kind of scared. I have not gotten food poisoning from anywhere on um, Auburn's campus, I will say. Not yet. Here's hoping. Hmm. There's always a chance but tomorrow. It was cute. It came in a little bag. They put a little sticker on it saying Happy Valentine's Day. And nice. oh, also for all of those um, who are wondering, you can indeed buy penny buy penny boards and long boards at Terrell and at other places throughout Auburn's campus using your Tiger money. You can buy a penny board. Uh, yes, because my roommate bought <laughs> one last night. My roommate <laughs> from last year, she bought it was like one hundred seventy five dollars, and then there, her other friend bought a long board for like two fifty. They're like nice. And so at the end of the semester, I'm going to starve myself and not eat anything so that I can save up for a long board. Smart. I yeah. think so too. Smart. I mm-hmm. think so. We're trying I, to cut weight anyway, so it'll work. I mean, I don't know how else you would spend your money. I don't either. Maybe yeah, maybe I could submit um, a suggestion for the like the dining halls to start selling green eggs for people to buy with their Tiger Card money. I feel like there's so much more we could do with our Tiger Card money. Like, they tried to scam us when we came back and we're like, oh, you can use it at Dunkin' Donuts. No, there is a difference between Tiger Club and Tiger Card money. Tiger yes. Card money is the money that you yes. are obligated to have. I'm on campus, my meal plan is $1,100 a semester. Tiger Club is just regular money, but it's labeled Tiger Club. And like, you can't transfer the money. No. Your dining money. So it's just stuck there. So you, yes. you have to spend it. So go buy a, yourself a penny board from Terrell. I used to want to go to wellness and spend Yeah, Hold on. We'll, we'll get Eric, a um, uh, former athlete. We'll get his opinion on this. I used to want to go to wellness and have fancy meals, which I only went one time and I didn't eat anything because I was so intimidated. And I had like a cover story planned. I was going to tell everyone that I was um, on the golf team club athlete I don't know I was just gonna say I was some sort of athlete but everyone in there looked genuinely so mean and intimidating and I just felt so out of place do I look mean and intimidating yes Hannah thinks you hate her Hannah angel hate earth earth angel she will call in she will be a guess I will force her earth angel Hannah thinks Eric hates her I do not hate Eric. Anna. If you see Eric on campus, he looks like he wants to like punch someone. I just have a straight face. You just have an RBF. That doesn't mean I hate you. I just that's eh, just how it's my just face is. Just like implied. Sits. 
That's how my face is. Yeah, you look intimidating. I feel like it's like a given. If you're an athlete, you have to look like upset and mean. And then also the people at the wellness kitchen, I feel like they know. They know who's an athlete and they know who's not. And like if you're not an athlete, they automatically hate you. Yes. That's okay. You, you can <laughs> confirm because. Well, obviously, I mean, that's the same people every day. So if you're not coming in there every day, they know you're not an athlete. They want you to like feel intimidated. Like wellness kitchen, it's called wellness kitchen, but it's like intimidation. But those people are kitchen. the nicest people. To you, former yeah. football player. I'm going to tell people I'm on Auburn's football team and see what they do. Maybe I'll get treated. Uh, maybe maybe they'll give you a George Foreman grill. Honestly, if I was an athlete, I feel like I could ask for anything. And they'd be like, sure, of course. Anything for you. Take it. But I'm a woman, and we don't care about female sports, so, eh. The equestrian team won uh, back-to-back uh, national championships. Yeah, thank God at least one sport at Auburn is good. There is, what, four teams competing? <laughs> oh yeah 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 whatever i want to support some of the minority sports i want to become a dive enthusiast can we talk about swim and dive okay yeah, some friends want swim and dive uh, please introduce me because yes i i'm just like a, like it's mesmerizing like i could never do it i would cry i would have a panic attack would probably die because i would smack on the water but it's the most interesting thing to watch like they just throw themselves off these platforms and just gracefully like plop into the i don't understand it things are tall they're like 20 meters oh i saw it was like pov like come up with me to the top ramp of the swim and dive thing no absolutely not eric and i fun fact we are both terrified of heights terrified terrified and we eric came home with rebecca for we're both i'm from birmingham and my sister obviously is from birmingham um, and Eric came home with us for or with Rebecca for Christmas break, and we took him. We have a statue um, called Vulcan, and you can go up in this glass elevator, which number one is terrifying in of itself. And then you can just see the view of the city, but the floor the floor is see through. It's a see through floor, and, and it's, it's not windy, like, and it's like metally. So it was like and it was rainy. Shaking. It's terrifying it and, and freaking Rebecca. It's just, like, evil. She's not afraid at all. And Rebecca's someone who just, like, really enjoys, like, seeing other people in pain. Lots of pain. Honestly. So she's just laughing, like, videoing us on Snapchat the whole time while Eric and I are having panic attacks. But I was hugging the Vulcan statue. I was, too. We we paid $15 to stay up for about 20 seconds. So. Well, at least we got to feel the air. Yeah. See the city. Exactly. Well, it was cloudy, so I don't really think we saw anything. But it was a nice thought. Anyway, swimming and dive impressive scary i couldn't do it it's just like water hurts like even That's if you're like true. in a swimming pool and you know the diving boards mm-hmm. like even that hurts this is true or a cannonball like but they're doing it from like 60 feet in the air yeah what if you slip and you just this takes uh belly flop to like a whole nother level i think from that high up if they slip they could recover are you sure <laughs> well think about it i mean you're so high up and like they're trained to like land a certain way in the water so i think they'd be able to recover. just like roll yourself up into a ball and hope for the worst hope for the best I, I don't know i would never i wouldn't even i wouldn't even go up there you could not pay me enough money you could well i wouldn't look up there no i would slip the the walk up would like uh uh-uh. solidify it solidify it little anna has been scared of um heights since since childhood yeah me too 
One time in second grade, we had a um, school fair, and they had this big old rock that kids could climb. Yes, I mean, like, only in New Orleans. It was like 40 feet, maybe, maybe higher. It was pretty tall, though. They, I got they up. They would about, not let a kid climb 40 feet up. No, I mean, they had the, the oh, what's it called? The rope? The harnesses. Stone, the harness attached to the top so you wouldn't fall. I was like, I guarantee you they're not letting just little dumb children climb up oh, just some random rock. Well, no, we have a harness. But anyway, I was in second grade, and I wanted to try it. And I got up about 10 feet, and I froze. And the the person who was running the thing had to go get the manager, and the manager had to climb up and carry me down <laughs> the rock. So since that day, I've never attempted rock climbing, nor will I ever. Mm. I have two um, traumatizing stories that made me scared of heights. So when I was younger, my dad bullied me a lot into doing things that I did not want to do. Randy, you heard it from me. You were a bully. Um, So we would go to the beach and there would be lighthouses. And of course, instead of us just having like a fun little beach vacay, we have to go up the freaking lighthouse. And so little toddler Nugget Anna, who I'm like two feet tall at this point, the lighthouses have, you know how some stairs have like gaps in between them? Mm -hmm. The gaps were the same height as me, and I was wearing flip-flops. I distinctly remember this. This is, like, ingrained in my mind. I was wearing flip-flops, and I was so nervous that the bottom of my my feet were sweating. And so the flip-flops were slipping off my feet. I didn't want to go all the way up. I thought I was going to slide through the gap of the stairs. I just die. And that was was, uh, day number one. And then also... I went to Camp Briarwood as a little kid, and we had, it was called like a belay pole, and literally just picture like a telephone pole. But like, I don't understand, church camp kids, these were our activities, and they put you in like a harness, and you have to climb up, and you have to say belay, and belay on, and all this stuff. But once you've climbed a certain height, you're not allowed to come back down. So you had the little manager come and carry you down. I had to cry. I was crying and just continuing to climb (laughs) up the pole. And then I get to the top and you're supposed to push yourself off and jump off the top of the pole. And so like 40 feet. So these poor camp counselors, I'm just like sopping at the top (laughs) of the pole. And they're like, come on, you can do it. Just so they made me sit down on my butt on the edge of the pole and just like push myself off. And after that, I kissed the ground and never, ever Have you ever been to the fire tower? I was going to go to the fire tower. I was going to go, and I'm honestly so scared because I think I would die. I I went there with Rebecca last year. and um, And I'm sure she made fun of you the whole time. We went up, and then it wasn't bad on the way up. Going back down. Going back down, I I did the little scoot and boot thing. Yep. Where I sat, and I just... And boot and Rebecca's just laughing at my pain. Rebecca's evil. This is this is Rebecca's thing. Oh, here's another defining moment in my life. Alabama Adventures. We have a Ferris wheel. And my mom remembers this too, because it was my mom, my sister, and me. And we were in the Ferris wheels. And so of course it decides to stop at the very top. And Rebecca, it's like an open air Ferris wheel too. And Rebecca sitting on one side and my mom or with my mom and I'm on the other side. Rebecca decides to shake the cart of the Ferris wheel. So picture all the other carts are just at a standstill and ours is rocking back and forth. And I grab the sides and I'm crying and demon. This is when we were like 
respectively probably five and seven years of age. And demon little Rebecca is just laughing, continuing to rock the Ferris wheel cart. I could see that. And still, as an adult, as a 21-year-old, traumatizes. You heard, it, you heard it from me. You heard it from Eric. Kind of funny. Don't let Rebecca see the fear that you have or she will exploit, exploit it. it. She will. <laughs> I don't know what she's scared of, but Rebecca will exploit you. So what else did you do for Valentine's Day? Well, after dinner, we watched um, the movie Soul. I want to watch Soul. It's really good. I really need to good. watch it. And then Soul motivated us to watch a video on space. Oh, yes. I did hear about the this. The scale of space. Do you know how big space is? Is it kind of, have you seen the video on, this is kind of related, on TikTok, and it's the rice, and it's like a billion, or a million versus a billion, mm-hmm. and they do the grain of rice? I feel like that's kind of the scale of well, space. You just don't realize. Well, think about this for scale of space. There's more stars in the universe than grains of sand on the entire Earth. And there's a lot, like most stars are bigger than the sun. Like, a lot bigger. It's really scary. I, there have to be aliens, you guys. There have to. The government is sketchy. There the U, the U.S. government, any any sort of governing body. But like, even if there were aliens, like the space space is like so spread out, we'd never be able to like find them. I feel like we've definitely had alien encounters already. I watch X Files. Okay. I've seen this. Um, there's also a scary movie that I watch over summer, and I don't watch scary movies, and it's called The Greys, and it's literally about aliens coming um, to Earth, and, like, they pick a family to, like, test things on, and everyone else around them thinks that the family's going crazy, but it's, like, the aliens, like, will visit them, and, like, they can capture them on their security cameras, and they've, like, implanted these things, and, I don't know. It's really not a fun movie. It's just crazy, like, how big the universe is. I mean, we can't be alone, but, I mean, are we? No. No, there have to be. Like, look at this picture. Look at that. It's like a, he's showing me a picture right now of like the cosmos, and it's just like we're like. Well, it's a, the Milky Way. Oh, it's and like the Milky we're a little Way. like dust particle. We're a dust particle. And there's like a hundred trillion galaxies or some crazy number like that. It's like. There's like another Eric and Anna having a podcast somewhere in a different. Except universe. Eric's white and from Vesavia. And, and Anna's. And Hispanic and from New Orleans. This is true. What would I be like if I was Hispanic, Eric? What do we think? Hispanic. Okay. You'd probably like to grow. I probably would. It seems My mom like grows a... a lot. Yeah. So does my grandma. Actually, all Hispanic people grow a lot and cook. It's like our favorite thing to do. Well, white people have taken it and have said males only. If you're a female and you grow, that's not allowed. Well, you could be the first to change that. I could. I would be breaking boundaries. You've heard it here. Like, what's that, um, what's that one lady that help women vote susan b anthony yes you could be the susan b anthony of grilling of the george foreman grill they'll put you on the 20 dollar bill they will it'll be me holding like a spatula <laughs> with the a big green egg in the background just smiling awkwardly this is what i've decided that my life school is going to be 
<laughs> be a professional woman griller. I wonder if that's a thing. Honestly, I did talk about being a line dancing enthusiast. I think you can be an enthusiast for anything. I should be a grilling enthusiast. That's fun. I wonder if there are competitions. I bet there are. There are competitions. There I'm are joining competitions a competition in May. A rib cooking competition in Opelika. <gasps> but I mean like technical, like grill this in five seconds, like make the perfect da, 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 da. like oh, I mean I mean ribs take like seven hours to yeah, cook. So. That sounds so good. I would love to be eating right now. I am um doing I'm cutting right now, Eric, doing a caloric deficit. And it's it's I had a sky pizza, let's just say, <laughs> last night, and that didn't help. But today and I ate some seaweed. Rebecca eats seaweed. Mm, disgusting. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. It's crispy and salty, and I enjoy it. And then you, you know the scene in the office when Kevin spills his chili? Yes. I That happened with the entire package of the seaweed. I had, like, two pieces, <laughs> and I spilled it, and it was very upsetting. But Oh, my gosh. That scene was so funny. <sighs> there are so many things about the office that <sighs> I relate with. Who are you from the office, Eric? I'm the little accountant that's Hispanic. Oscar? Oscar. Are you secretly gay, Rebecca? Oh. I'm sorry you've heard it here. I haven't seen the show in so long. I didn't realize. (laughs) I think, I don't know, you're kind of like a drier version of Jim and not as like snarky. I do good pranks. You do? Really? Mm -hmm. What pranks have you done? Um, Let's see. Sometimes I hide under people's beds and I scare them in the middle of the night. That's that's that sounds kind of. Nah. <laughs> I don't know if that. Uh, I don't know if that's a prank. Sounds a little <laughs> sketchy to me. Um, I guess that's more of like the. I like seeing people in panic mode. Similar like Rebecca. That's why we work well together. You and Rebecca profit off of people feeling uncomfortable or afraid. Yes. I can see it. You guys would be the couple that just like secretly judges everyone. We do it's not even secret. It's not a secret. It's not. <laughs> we're we're all aware. I just some people just are funny to judge. I, I I'm very judgmental. I love person. people watching. That's I do too. Oh my god, my, Brenda is the queen of people watching. My mother. It's like this joke within our family that if we go to a restaurant, my mom will be like in the middle of eating her food and just her fork is suspended midair and you can just see her, her mouth is hung open and her little eyes just follow all of these people and it's so creepy, but it's just little Brenda people watching. But I people watch people more to like just judge. I don't know. I'm a judgy person and I'm just entertaining to myself in my mind. Whenever I go out, that's the main thing I do is just people watch. Mm. I do that at the rec a lot. Hannah and I, the entire time. You, I'm not exercising unless I'm seeing other people there and I'm commenting on. I We have regulars and they have names. And so I'm like, oh, there's we have one and his name's Dump Truck. And <laughs> you can take with that what you will. And so like Dump Truck comes in. He's a morning guy. And then there's Neck Gator. We found out that he was a freshman. So the appeal kind of went away. Plus Neck Gator. And then who else? Oh, oh, there's creepy old man who harasses me every time I go to the gym. I see him. Nice. He stalks me. He scares me. My friend saved me from him last week. As he should. Because legitim- <laughs> legitimately, he, I'm doing inner thighs, okay? And he's two feet away from me on leg press. I look up, staring right at me. I walk around. really creepy. It's so creepy. I walk around, like, to the other side of the gym where the racks are. And I'm doing Bulgarians. And guess who's on leg press on the other side looking at me? 
So we saw him this morning, and I he scares me. I honestly do have I do have a question. Should I? Is it like ethical to tell the rec workers that I'm creeped out by this man? Because it's happened multiple times. And that time I was by myself. Normally I'm with Hannah, and so it's not that bad. But that time I was by myself, and there weren't a lot of people in the gym, and it made me very uncomfortable. But you should definitely tell someone. I have like a friend group there, or there was a friend group one time, and they saved me, and it was very nice. But. It's creepy. It just like creeps me out. And I don't want to, maybe he is just like a nice old man who has wandering eyes. But it just makes me uncomfortable. It's, it's just weird how he went from one leg press to, it, to the mean, other <laughs> leg press it, on the other Just right side. there, I look up. I Okay, so what had happened was I was, the friend group who ended up saving me, there was a girl, it's two guys and a girl. And I was like, Megan, like this guy always stares at me. Like, have you noticed him? And she's like, no, I don't. But, like, what I just don't understand. I've never had that happen. And I was like, no, okay, I guess it's fine. And so I walked to the other – I was like, I'll just move to the other side of the gym. Go to the other side. And I look up from doing, like, one little rep of my Bulgarian split set or whatever. And Grandpa is just Jay chilling, staring at me again two feet away. How was he staring at you? In my eyes. (laughs) In my soul. He's just – he doesn't do anything either. And so, like – I, there's been this one time, okay, so the rec has multiple levels, and I have been on a different level, like a different elevation. I was doing a core machine, and he is below me on a different level doing the Stairmaster, and I look down because I'm stretching, and he is looking at me. You should probably pick a different time to go to the gym. I am <laughs> not rearranging my gym schedule because creepy old man wants to. Well, then to... you have to report creepy old man. Okay, but like how do I just tell? I feel like if I just tell one of these college record workers, they're going to be like, um, sorry. Like, wh- what do you want us to do? Something. I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get what him in trouble. What time do you go to work out? Well, usually I'm a 7. We go at 7.15. But we've been trying to switch it up because I feel like I will do more cardio later in the evening because I'm more inclined to sweat. I don't want to sweat um, and get dirty in the morning when I'm clean. Just take a shower after. But my hair, I don't want to wash my hair because if you wash your hair too much, it takes all of the natural oils out of it. Um, well. This is a girl's problem. You wouldn't understand. Just one of the I many take, things that we deal with. I take very good care of my hair. Shampoo every other day. Conditioner every night. Conditioner? You just straight up condition it? Mm-hmm. Mm. Healthy. That's okay. why I have healthy hair. Yeah. Look at it. I am. <laughs> it's uh, his Hispanic hair. Beautiful. Maybe genetic. It might be genetic. Anyway, the rec man creeps me out and harasses me. I haven't been in the rec in like three weeks. It must be nice. I've been every single day. Well, I've just been like waking up and studying and mm. just forget about working out I and need- eating. I haven't been eating either. Well, I would like that. Tell me. I'm thinking about literally what I'm when we finish recording this, what am I about to go eat? I need to be eating in a caloric deficit. I can't go snack. That's why I was going to eat the seaweed, and then I freaking dropped the entire package on the ground. Get more seaweed. From Kroger. Kroger. You could get it at the store at the village, or the War Eagle Supply, whatever it's called. They have everything at Kroger. They have everything except that carne asada seasoning that I want to get. mm -hmm. There's this one season. It's a brown people thing. It really is, because I had never heard of it before. And then now my mom's. didn't you introduce my mom to it? Yes. Yeah, so Brenda has it, and so I was using it all over quarantine and all over break. And they do not have it at Kroger. They don't. I have to order some on Amazon. It's really good. It's so good. Mm. Mm. It's it's good. I, you can use it on anything. 
Oh, I would love some eggs. You could use it on anything. I want some steak. Mm. I want a kitchen. I'm done with the village. I am done living on campus. I would like a kitchen. I would like to be able to cook myself food. I like our kitchen at the standard. It's really big. I am not a supporter of the standard, so I don't endorse anything. We also have an island, which mm. is nice. Chop that must be nice. I've never been over. Eric and I don't hang out outside of the podcast. Yes, we do. No, we don't. I spent like three weeks with you on Christmas Okay, break. when he's home with my sibling, then we hang out and have bonding time. My sister and I don't hang out either. Rebecca, if you're listening to this, which you probably aren't, but if you are, we need to hang out more. You need to reach out to me. I'm a person, and I reach out to people and I, like more than they reach out to me. Like I need to let people come to me. You know, I'm, my big resolution for last year was don't invest in people who aren't going to invest in you. Mm-hmm. So I need to just wait for people to reach out to me. But I am such an extrovert that I like to be doing stuff all the time. So yeah. kind yeah. of hard. Got to let it come to you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just let it flow. I'm a real flow-heavy guy. Your, your, your flow is heavy? That came out wrong. I, that I sucks. Like, I hate that I for like you. Just going with the flow. Yeah, I am not. I'm a very pushy person, and I really need to work on it. Mm-hmm. This is one of my things that I'm going to work on is being more laid back and less pushy. Everyone could just the world would be a better place if everyone was just relaxed and vibing. Yeah, I need to vibe a little bit more, but that's kind of difficult in my current state of living. Well, you could always move to California. This is true. I don't think I want to live in California unless I'm, like, bougie. Like, I don't want to live in California unless I'm rolling in money and can live in California correctly. I'm talking, like, Kardashian-level wealth. Like, They're billionaires. Yes, billion, billions of dollars. That's a lot of money. Mm. I'd buy a green egg. We could have a whole room of green eggs. Mm -hmm. We could have an entire house or a... just, just like grilling. a green egg for like each different food. Each room. One for steak. Yeah, you don't cross-contaminate. One for ribs. This is luxury. Chicken. But we're so rich we wouldn't cook. Oh, I'd still cook. We would still stick to our roots. Yeah, we would still be humble. We'd be wealthy, but we would still, like, we wouldn't move anywhere. We'd get people to carry us around and do everything for us. But, like, we would stick to our roots. Mm-hmm. We'd still have the podcast. Mm-hmm. We just wouldn't actually talk. We would, but we would say we had We'd it. We'd probably just put a camera in here and just, like, Flex out the money. Yeah. We could have like holograms of us doing their podcast because we wouldn't want to do it. <laughs> these are these are our aspirations. Uh, one day. One day. When you're rich and famous. Like the little, the vine of the little girl. Have you seen that? And she's like, I want to be rich and famous. And she's in like a little princess dress. No. All right. Well. We're on different sides of vines, I feel like. Yeah. I didn't have a vine. I just like watched just them on vine. Instagram when they put them like on Instagram. <laughs> you remember when I was like, so you need to send me more TikToks. I haven't I mean, had my... I actually deleted TikTok. Okay. I deleted TikTok and Twitter. Because you get distracted. Because I get distracted. Because you have an addictive personality. Because I have an addictive personality. I don't. I honestly don't have an addictive personality. Like, I can drink... One of my friends, Hannah, who I've already mentioned, Hannah is just, like, scared to start drinking coffee because she doesn't want to get addicted to caffeine. And, my like, my sister and my mom and dad are addicted. My dad stopped, but... My mom and Rebecca are addicted to caffeine. I'm starting to get addicted. Eric's to starting to get addicted to it. I can have it, and I really do enjoy it. I have a French press, mm. and I bought myself a coffee grinder the other day so I can grind my own coffee beans. Mm. 
and I just enjoy the process. Um, but this is what I learned from the boy who was Hispanic. What? Fun fact, the French press. Mm. I don't think a white boy has ever contributed anything like Society. culturally exciting okay. in, well, in my life. There ain't anyone. Mm. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> I digress. But I don't think I have an addictive personality. I'm a pushy person and I'm judgmental. But I don't think I have an addictive personality. I'm super addictive. Once that dopamine goes up in my brain, it's over with. I drink two cups of coffee today. He doesn't before, even like coffee. Before I met Rebecca, I'd never drank coffee before. And she doesn't, he doesn't even, yeah, she has to add her little milk and creamer, and sometimes she'll put cinnamon in it. <laughs> cinnamon in it. I like hazelnut syrup. Thank you. He would have never said that before meeting my sister. <laughs> never. His has changed me. Hispanic roots are laughing at you. <laughs> my my grandfather and grandma, they drink black coffee. I drink black coffee. I, I love is, black coffee. Which I think is. It tastes better when you put a bunch of stuff in it. It just tastes too sweet. It, it's the equivalent of like a lightly seasoned chicken. It just it's just gross. Lightly seasoned chicken is so nice. What? That's probably like the we have differing opinions. Whitest I want some grilled chicken. I would love some grilled chicken right now. Do you, I wonder if I could grill some chicken in the toaster oven? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know uh, what you could? You could smoke it. No, you couldn't. Mm. Mm. Too bad you don't have an oven. Mm. We have one in the chapter room, but it's yucky and scares me. Mm. You know what I'm going to do tomorrow? Grill. Make ribs. I want some ribs. So good. I'm coming over for rib night. Mm. You heard it here. I actually have a biochem test that I have to study for all day tomorrow. Um, I have to study for accounting because I'm failing. Well, <clears throat> how's your study been going? Um, I studied a lot today. This was the first time that I've actually studied um, in a hot second. I have a test in a week. If anyone's good at accounting and wants to help me, please let me let me know. I don't understand. There's just so much information, and it goes so quickly, and it's so detail-specific. It's just not fun. It's mm. literally the adjacent major to mine. I'm a finance major. Is it a lot of math? It's not even that much math. It's just knowing. That's the other thing is there's so much information that I never know. Like, okay, in this chapter, your goal is to do this. It's just kind of like words that get thrown on me, and I just don't understand. Yeah, I can't do math or heavy definitions. But I like science. It's a lot of definitions. I don't like I have not taken a science class at Auburn. I got uh, AP bio credit in high school. Mm. I got AP credit, but I never transferred it over because I was stupid. Because he was lazy. This is the athlete entitlement that has been grilled in his brain well, for years. I, I took it here and I did good. So, also I'm, I'm the, happy with the end result. Also, the I'm a naturally smart kid entitlement that has been grilled in Eric's brain. See, I'm someone, okay, I'm smart. Like, we're not, I'm not going to say here and say I'm not smart. I'm smart, but I also work. For my grades, and I feel like Eric is definitely one of the kids that's like very, very smart, but is lazy. And so he didn't have to, not anymore, but he didn't have to work for anything. Well, freshman year, I never studied. And got all A's, right? Mm-hmm. 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 And then I got a B in physics. And Dang. And I was like. Oh, no. Oh, no. A B in so physics? Then, never studied. So then I started studying. And then he still got A's. Look at that. Mm. Imagine that. I finished with the highest grade in OCHEM, too. We get it. It's the brown people mm-hmm. coming my for mother, you. My mother beat the knowledge into me. I couldn't even speak English till I was five. Spanish was my first language. 
Mm-hmm. And then I f- like failed reading in first grade, so my mom used to whip me every <laughs> night till I learned how to read English. So now I'm a pretty good reader. So pretty good. Shout out to my mom for just beating me with that frying pan every night. <laughs> That's oh, this, okay. This is a good thing. Um, we were never. I my parents had a ruler. Brenda had like one of her architectural <laughs> rulers, and would just smack me in her back up. But we didn't have a frying pan and then we had a polish nanny and she would like with her children uh make them sit in the corner on like beans or like lentils mm-hmm. on their knees I used so to it's, have like, a slow burn rice. yes like that well she hit me with the belt there are different punishments based on if you're white or any other well, white people just have their own sets of punishments my mom used to grab the closest thing to her so, mm. like frying pan sandal switch. a frying pan yeah just like a pot just Dang. like a skillet, just smack you with the skillet. I promise you, you'll never do that. It hurt, man. That metal was. Sorry, I just got like. You just got a little emotional. A little PTSD came up. Smacking me up and down with that frying. My pan. mom, Brenda, was the only one who would spank us because my dad would just laugh and feel bad about it. That's because where Rebecca I... gets her uh, love for pain for. That's it. Just that's... watching. People no, because it was me. I would always get in trouble, and Rebecca would just sit in the corner and laugh. <laughs> so that's where she gets it from, and little Anna would just cry. That is funny, though. Seeing your sibling get hit when you're okay, <laughs> I always thought that was funny. I never thought that was funny because I have a kind heart. Also, Rebecca never got hit because she was a <laughs> kiss-up, and I wasn't, and I was had a big mouth and would talk back. Yeah, well. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. I well, still. At mm. least you live with that experience, and now you know you're better for it. Uh, mm. uh, <laughs> am I though? Maybe she should have hit you harder with the stick. That's what my mom's idea was. Because the harder I hit him, the more he'll learn. And now look at me. Now look I'm at smart. you, straight A's, straight A's on his way to med school. Who knows? All because my mom beat me. You heard it here. What are our key takeaways from this episode? Kroger. Uh, beat your children. Beat your children. Frying pants. We can't say this. This is bad. Carne asada. Okay, hit your children. Aliens are real. The universe is infinite. We're scared of heights. Um, green eggs. George Foreman grills. <laughs> and on that note, we have run out of time. See you next week. See you next week. More updates to follow. <laughs>